While you're nodding to the sound of the beat, let me tell you how you can take your training and racing to the next level. Train Smooth offers a full online coaching service for as little as $60 per month. I also offer a membership coaching service for as little as $20 per month. And if it's only swimming you want, well, that's nice and simple. We provide full structured swim sessions every single week for as little as $10 per month. All you have to do is visit trainsmooth.com. It is good to have your company during episode 357 of the Trainsmooth podcast. My name is Tim Egg, and if you have any questions, jump on through to the website, trainsmooth.com. Send me through an email, Tim, at trainsmooth.com. You know, I like your questions. They make me feel a little bit needed, a little bit cared about, a little bit loved, and I like all those things. So, without further ado... Jump onto your little Google machine, type in that trainsmove.com on the home page there, click on that bit that says submit your question or got a question or wording to that effect and type away and just get that instant gratification that you're making me feel good about myself. Just like Lee did when he wrote, what body fat percentages should I be targeting for my A race? Um, I remember asking my, at the time, my coach, Alan Pittman, and he's definitely my mentor these days, um, just amazing guy. So you, just a side note, I'll, I'll digress slightly here. Um, Alan Pittman, he's, I'm thinking he's, um, he's 71 years old, maybe 72. Looks phenomenal. Barely a grey hair. He's got a body of a 30-year-old. He's... Um, and there's a, I, I put it down to a few things why he looks so good. And he could just, you know, just amazing athlete. He, he obviously trains well, trains properly. Um, he eats clean. And the third thing that I think is overlooked, but I think it's well, is just as important as those first two things, is he hangs around young people. We, you talk, you go to him, and you you talk to him. You would never guess he's in his seventies. You would guess maybe fifties, yeah, about that. Maybe late forties if he was struggling around with no t-shirt, maybe. But um, yeah, crazy. He's such a nice bloke, but I, I do, I remember listening to an interview with Dolly Parton, and, and someone said, "Why? what makes you, like, so young, the way you talk, the way you act, and you, you, you're a lot younger than what your actual birthday's telling us, and she says, well, she hangs around the old, she goes, well, darling, and she hangs around, you know, young people, no, well, she talks about, she goes and sees the old timers that she used to hang around in the day, she goes, but the problem with that, I, w- I won't do a Dolly Parton voice. Gosh, that sounded horrible. She says the thing about um, the, you know, going back and hanging around with people that she used to be, you know, three hundred years ago was they're all old and they act old. And she goes, the thing that keeps her young is she acts, she hangs around young people, and I and I and I, it always stuck with me that. And then I looked at Alan Pittman, and he kind of does the same. He hang, he's hanging around a lot of. Um, 20, 30, 40, 50 year olds. Even, you know, people say, well, 50's not, you know, 50's not exactly spring chicken, but it's still 20 odd years younger than what he is. Um, so he's, yeah, he's crazy. But anyway, I forgot what I was 
doing here? What, oh, yes, Alan Pittman with the body fat percentage. I asked um, Alan Pittman once, what should my body fat percentage be? What, what would you recommend? Asking, you know, the mentor. And he says, that he, he, he's not big one to say, well, you've got to be weighing yourself and you got to be... He keeps things ridiculously simple. He'd say, lie down on your back on the ground, grab your thumb, stick it into your belly button with your little Peter Pointer finger... Grab, uh, grab the, your belly and say you grab that pinch and see how much fat's in that pinch. In theory, there shouldn't be much fat in that pinch at all. Um, so that that was what he he recommended. I also um, remember um, Charles Sonnen, MMA fighter. He he talks about six packs are for um, what did he say? Six packs are for teenagers and drug addicts. So, um, and he recommends four packs. If you have a nice four pack and that bottom six pack part of it's just slightly hidden by a nice little layer of fat, I kind of go off on, um, probably closer to sign off on that side of things more than than anything. But anyway, um, that's not exactly answering your your questions. Um, I, the thing with um, you know body fat and I'll and I'll give you some actual numbers in a second the people talk about power to weight power to weight and I talk about it, power to weight's a lot more important than your FTP numbers a lot more important um, but you got to keep in mind your body fat also is not going to play much of an impact on the swim if your bike course is flat it's probably not going to play too much of a um, you know play too much into your bike so the thing with biking going uphill power to weight absolutely very very important so if you've got a hilly course you're riding power to weight ratio is very very important on the flat it's power to drag that's the most important thing so if you're on a flat course or your your course you're going to be racing on is more flat it's power to drag which is more important so you've got to look at that you've got to look at um, how aerodynamic can you get while still being comfortable and are you able to run off the bike very well in that position so you, if you are um, let's say you're doing a 40k let's say you're doing a half marathon, um, half Ironman so you're doing 90k's and if you can only ride six, the first 60k's in that aero position and then you've got to sit up and you're you've probably got to work more on that position to, or get get into a better position so you can stay in that aero position for a lot longer but that's just a side note there so um and on the run i think the the power to weight ratio plays more of an impact on running for triathlon than it does on the bike unless it's a hilly course so i've actually got i'll 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 smash out some numbers for men and women because um uh, I'm good like that. So your typical under 40-year-old qualifier is going to be power to rate, power to weight ratio is going to be about 4 watts per kilo. Over 40, and this is a minimum, this is 4, four, four watts per kilo plus. Um, over 40 is going to be 3.75 watts per kilo. Over 60 is going to be around 3 watts per kilo. Uh, and you, you know you you got um what you'd expect your Ironman um pros to be uh, around 4.8 watts per kilo on the on the bike maybe you you, you would expect and I'd, I'm not 100 percent sure but you'd expect Jan Fredino for instance is going to be um f- at least five a minimum of five watts per kilo minimum. 
Um, but for women, you're looking at um, under 40, an under 40 Kona qualifier, you're looking at around the 3.9 watts per kilo. Over 40 is going to be roughly around the 3.7 watts per kilo. Over 60 is going to be around the 2.8 watts per kilo. And these are, remember, these are minimum um, elite. Uh, your female elite is going to be at least four watt, uh, four watts per kilo, and you would expect Danielle Reef, someone like Danielle Reef, is going to be a minimum of four point two five watts per kilo, and, and maybe higher. I would imagine higher, but at minimum. Um, and ju- just just to finish, just to finish the um, your Ironman or seventy point three, you'd you'd really want a minimum of two and a half watts per kilo um, for both men and women. So that I I wouldn't be going to, wouldn't be or I've got to go into the single digits. So I'd be adopting that. Um, how, how how lean can you go while you can still perform and don't go too lean too quick. Just slowly look at tapering it down slowly but surely and and look at look at what you're going to be doing in training, for instance. So let's say um, you're you haven't got any your training session is going to be of an afternoon well then you can back off from the carbs all morning all throughout the day and maybe have the carbs of an afternoon before your training session um and then and then what's your training session going to be let's say you wake up and you're going to be doing a a a 50 minute run and your 50 minute runs just a moderate effort well you're mostly probably going to be using fat anyway instead of the carbohydrate so you don't need to be smashing out a big bowl of you know sugar beasties of breakfast cereal of the morning you, you could have have something you know oatmeal or whatever you you've got to look at what you got what your training is when is it and kind of base it around that and, and then what with that session what you know what are you going to be doing where how you know how much glycogen are you going to be using during that session and then you, you can plan what your day's going to look like from there and if you um let's say you got uh, here we go here, here's a here's a here's, here's a bit of a tip for, for, for dropping a bit of 411 so let's say you've got um you're supposed to do a, an hour run tonight for instance and you've just had a bender on the food nothing's been satisfying you're smashing out calories left right and center and you can't get enough we we've all had those days and i have them ridiculously too often and you're smashing out chocolate bars you're smashing out you just a cookie monster and then and you're supposed to be thinking oh geez i'm supposed to do like this 50 minute aerobic run tonight eh if you're able to, might want to smash out a little bit more, have that a little bit more intense, and burn to burn off some of that crap you've just eaten. So anyway, that's just, and I, I remember. Oh, here's a here's a little side note. This is going to get those health freaks absolutely freaked out of Max. It was this is going back several years now, but I woke up and I, I think we had McDonald's breakfast. I want to say McDonald's breakfast. Um, you know, bacon and egg McMuffin, hash brown, coke sort of thing for breakfast. Breakfast for champions. Anyway, after that, I went out for a bike ride and I did um, did the Scottsdale Loop. It's a, it's a, it's only 130 k's, but it's up and down, up and down, up, 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 a little bit down. Richie Port does it. 
two to three days a week when he comes back home. And um, so does a lot of other pros and stuff that when they're hanging around. But Richie Port, I think he did it a ridiculous amount of times when he was down here last before he did the tour down under. Uh, so it, it was generally to, it's, he generally did it around three days a week. Um, I smashed it out. Anyway, I burnt a crazy amount of calories during this uh, this ride. I came home. We had KFC for lunch. And I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, this, this guy's just a hell freak. And, and, you know, it's hard to deny. And so after, and then that night, to top it off, because, you know, body's my temple. We've done a, you know, McDonald's for breakfast. I've gone for this really good, hard, solid bike ride. Yeah, topped it off with KFC at lunch. What what would you be expecting? A nice salad or something at, at night? No, no. We uh, had pizza that night. Anyway, I weighed my, I was, at that stage, I was weighing myself every single day. The next day, I wake up, I jump on the scales. I'm like, oh, I bloody well lost a half a kilo. Half a kilo! Now, it's during, after, when I wasn't riding, I was moving around all day. I didn't rest. I was, you know, at it, going after it. I was, you know, doing gardening and I'd mow the lawns and there was no rest for the wicked. But that <laughs> that was crazy. I'd, I would, I've never done it since. I would never do it again, hopefully. And, um, and I would definitely not recommend it. But it's a good side story anyway, just to fill up time. Um, so what was the question? What body percent fat? Oh yes, so I think I've answered that for your age. Don't don't go overboard. You're better off adding a, a little bit, a little nice rim of fat before than um, being absolutely completely completely depleted. But remember, Arnold Schwarzenegger said once said, and I might be getting this mostly wrong. If it jiggles, it's fat. Until next episode, hooroo!